Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Michigan Avenue Media and the World of Ink Network. This podcast was founded in 2011 by Marsha Casper Cook and Virginia Grenier. Their focus has always been on helping writers reach their dreams by having informative and entertaining shows. You will also hear the latest information on what's new and exciting in the publishing and marketing industry. And the shows will also cover discussions on screenwriting, audiobooks and movies. New to the shows will be the latest style and trends in fashion, as well as nutrition and how Pinterest can add just the right spark of attention you may need for your projects. So, sit back and relax and enjoy the show. You can find out more information about our shows and being a guest at www.michiganavenuemedia.com. Hi, everybody. It's Marcia Casper Cook, and we have a great show today. I have a great guest. We had him several years ago, and he's the guy that knows everything that's going on with Amazon, audiobooks, and uh, I'm going to let him tell you all the things he does. And we have a great discussion today because we're going to talk about Vela, we're going to talk about audiobooks, promotions, um, all about things that authors need to do and not be afraid to do. So I'm going to, let, I'm going to welcome Richard McCarthy. Hi. Hi, Masha. I'm so glad that you came. I know you're in Amsterdam, and we're. What time is it there? It's uh, six o'clock in the evening, uh, just about. Yeah, six o'clock. I know. All right. So, thank you so much for coming out. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about what you do, and then we'll get into all these things that everybody wants to know about. Sure. Thank you for the introduction, Masha. So, oh, yeah, my are... name is Richard McCartney, and um, I'm founder of uh, K Book Promotions. That's kbookpromotions.com. And um, essentially, that's a book promotion site for authors. And um, yeah, we a little bit about that is that we've been recognized as one of the best promotion sites by sites like Paid Author. And uh, yeah, we we must have served some of like 5,000 authors in the years, um, sold over 1 million books. So it's gone very well for us and our customer base. And today, it's, a, it's, it's really great. a question of it's trying great. to share that knowledge with the audience uh, listening in today. Yeah, it's a great service, and uh, I'm, people know me after all these years, 12 years on shows, and I've used your services. And um, I, I, I like that you said authors, because I think people think that if you have a, a traditional publisher, you don't need a service like this. So I think everybody needs this service, because it's a great service. So let's say someone writes a book. What is your the first thing that you think they should do? Well, I think the first thing uh, which is very important is to understand what the goal is of uh, you know someone wanting to write a book. Um, not just write it, but then obviously think about promoting it because in some sense, you know, if you're spending hours, weeks, maybe months, in some cases years, writing a book. Um, it shouldn't be just lying you know, there collecting dust. It should be about how do I get my book out and read by others. So I would start with that. You know, what is the goal? And um, maybe I can you know, tell you the story of my own experience because I think I'm not very different from many others. Um, I started this really for my father. My father passed away several years ago. And he was, you know, an author, um, but uh, over the years, his books obviously weren't selling anymore because they were like five years out of date. But, um, you know, I put them online using my marketing know-how, and they sold very well. And for me, yeah. the, you know, it was the emotional reason, you know, a tribute to my father yes. to make sure his book keeps on getting read. And I think that's it's a, great a very important great. message because, yeah, thank you. And I think that's a very important place to start, uh, Marsha. And maybe you feel the same way with, you know, the books you've written, like it's all about love. I remember promoting that one. Because um, a lot of people think, oh, yeah, um, there's money to be made in writing books. And, of course, uh, some people can make money from writing books. You do get royalties. Um, but I think it has to be more uh, uh, than just writing books. Um, most authors... I know, myself included, don't write it just to make money. We write it right. because, you know, we want to share our stories. We want to get yeah. our message across. Um, we even want to try and change people's lives with, you know, the sort of uh, thinking and our messages in our book. So it's all about entertaining, getting the message across, and that has to be part of it, I think. 
I think that's you know where I would start, making sure you understand that. Yeah, and I think the one thing that you just said is really important, and I say this a lot. I think just because your book wasn't written, written yesterday doesn't mean you can't promote it if it's five years, if it's ten years, because people haven't read it. It doesn't matter what year it is. You know, I mean, people are still, re- you know, the kids read Wizard of Oz. They read all these books, and they're on Kindle, and they have, you know, Winnie the Pooh and all these books. So why shouldn't a book that's written five years, that's that's a good point that you brought across, because I keep saying that. Don't mm-hmm. forget about your other books just because you've written a new book. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it might surprise people, um, but, you know, that's what people call backlist, you know, that books have been published in the past or, you know, uh, uh, come from a previous year. And, you know, most people don't realize that. I'm pretty sure on Amazon, 60% of the books are backlist, you know, books that were published before. And, of course, because of the, you could say, the online revolution, especially with the Amazon, um, Amazon introducing Kindle um, e-books, it's now a case of, you know, people like to read books, not just, you know, on paper, but also electronically. And it's so easy. I mean, that's, you know, something a lot of people may not realize, but it is so easy to uh, convert a book to an, an e-book. And once it's uh, an e-book, just like today, you know, what's happening with COVID, you know, people are not going to the bookstores. So what they're doing right. is they're downloading books to read at home. And, you know, there's no better time, in a sense, to, you know, promote your books, you could argue, than now. And internationally, okay, because you're in Amsterdam. Okay, so, you know, I think international, you know, is very, international is very important, you know, and uh, I think that that's one of the things that people forget about. You know, they get, you know, there's so much to do, but, you know, internationally, people are reading books a lot. And, you know, we may be in the United States, we may have had, you know, really good luck lately, and people are out, but there are a lot of countries, they're not out. COVID is not over, and you know that where you are. No. You know and, that. Uh, no, and I think, yeah, and, and I think that sort of stresses the point we're making, which is, you know, before when you had a book, maybe you would be great to find it in your local bookstore, but now uh, with it. a book on Amazon, uh, it, it could be someone from London reading your book. It could be someone from yes. Madrid. It could be someone in Honolulu. It could be anywhere. Um you know, obviously there's a language issue like, you know, um, people uh, who don't speak English probably won't want to read English books. But again, to illustrate your book, there are services today where they can translate your book reasonably easily. And, um, you know, even... And I think people think a lot of things are going to cost a lot of money. I I had a few guests talking about Babel Cube, and I've just put a few books on there. And some people, my books, a couple of books are going to be in Spanish, and I'm going to continue on. And that's, you know, you can put them on free. It's the same thing as ACX, where, you know, the royalty will be shared, but at least it'll go out in other, you know, in Spanish or whatever. I I want to talk about Vela a little first, because, all right... Sure. Tell everybody what Vela is going to be. I think it's going to be good. Okay, so there's been, yeah, so there's been quite a few changes on Amazon and um, the way he wants to promote books. And in a sense, um, Vela is something that is actually them catching up to the competition in the sense that Vela is a really a way, I think the best comparison I would say is a bit like Netflix today. I mean, hopefully most of the audience uh, you know, watch uh, yeah. films on, yeah. on Netflix. But today, most people watch series rather than films. You know, that could be anything yeah. from um, Outlander, you know, a sort of romance to Umbrella. I'm in there. I'm, I'm in there. I'm, I'm trying to finish it. <laughs> I'm, in there. I'm in there. Exactly. Yeah. So this is the sort of pattern that, uh, you know, Amazon is detecting, and they're seeing it not just on television, but they're seeing it in books as well. So, yeah. for example, uh, there's a company called Wattpad and Radish. They've been doing this for quite a, a while where, People can download installments of a book. You know, they, they can be just 500 lines to yeah. 6,000. So what's very strange about this, maybe for a lot of authors, is that um, traditionally you think about writing a book, uh, and that could be anything from 80 pages to maybe 200, maybe even more. Yeah. But this is really a serialization. It's almost like coming out with an, uh, a chapter of a book. And uh, yeah. this is driven really by the younger audience and the Asian market where more and more people, especially the younger generation, I, I believe, are reading books on their smartphone. So what they do is they yeah. just go online, they look for a book type that they like, and they'll read it on their train journey. 
And that could be a yeah. read of just 10, 15 minutes. Um, yeah. But like Netflix, if they like the episode, they'll then download the next one as well. So right. this is what Veda really is about. It's the idea of allowing authors uh, to write, you could say, almost like a comic book, you know, uh, an, ap- uh, an episode. Yeah. And then you write one after that. Um, now, I think what's important to know, though, because um, a lot of people asking things like, okay, who is this for? Uh, can any author use this? Um, so, like I say, it's really, I think, for young readers and especially the Asian market who use smartphones yeah. a lot. But from um, uh, one question I, I often get is, okay, does that mean that I can get my existing book, you know, going back to the backlist we were talking about, can I take that book and just convert it into chapters and put it on Vela? And the answer is no. So, you know, no, a lot right, of people yeah. are saying, yeah. oh, great. But the answer is no. Um, Amazon is no, only is asking for right. new material, only new yeah. material, yeah. So you cannot take your existing book and just, you know, cut it into, if it's 20 chapters, you can't cut it into 20 episodes. They're asking you to write new material. So, frankly, I think Vela is interesting in the sense that, you know, there's a market out there. But if you're a traditionally-minded author, like I think, well, frankly, even myself, you think about writing books. Um, but if you're excited by the idea of you know, writing a chapter and putting it out there, then I think Vela will you know, be interesting you know, to you. So, you, you know, know what I think it would be good for, for people? Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times writers are very insecure. They go like, oh, who's going to read this? Are they going to like this? And everybody's so worried about if they have uh, a period in the right place, if there's a comma or whatever. This gives a read. This, people that are reading books, they are, want the story. So this gives people, like, it's a freedom. I think for me it's going to be a freedom because mm-hmm. I'm going to see if I write five chapters if anybody's even interested in the book. Do you know what I mean? And this gives a writer a chance to get stories out that they think like, oh, maybe my publisher won't take it, maybe my editor will think it's lousy, you know. But maybe the public yeah. won't. Yeah, no, it's a good point. No, it's you a know, good and point. I think you that's know, going to be really like good because a... sometimes people have an idea and you go, well, can I do it? So they start a chapter, and if people are reading it, it gives them the, you know, it gives them. Uh, a reason to keep going on a book because a lot of people yeah, and, start a book uh, and know, they never finish. Yeah, absolutely. And like I'm thinking, you know, um, very successful, like Fifty Shades of Grey started that way. It was just a chapter right. on the internet in certain forums. Right. And, is that know, how it did? It yeah. got a good oh. response. And yeah, so, you know, it is, I think, that point, which is, you know, people don't want to commit to a whole book, first of all. Right. They want to get the feeling of, you know, how people will react. So Vela, I agree with you, you know, could appeal to the authors or writers who just want to try out their writing style and see what yeah. sort of response they get. So, you know, that yeah. could be another reason for you know, trying out Vela. Yeah. And they're going to give coins or something? Is that what it's going to be? They get coins and then they buy the coins after they read the first couple of cha- If they read three chapters, then after that, the author gets money? Yeah, the, so the male yeah. sales model is a little bit more complex, as you say. I mean, the, yeah. it sounds strange, but from the reader point of view, they can download the book for free. Yeah, so then the question is, okay, how does an author make money? It works yeah. a bit like Kindle uh, Unlimited, if you know. Hopefully, some of yeah. it's uh, not all are familiar with that. So this is where you pay, uh, you know, as a reader, a subscription fee, and you can download books, um, tenant books, uh, like a library. That's what Kindle Unlimited does. Yeah. But the Vela is slightly different in the sense that they provide tokens. So you as a reader will buy tokens. And as, um, when you use those tokens, um, you know, yeah. I, I should rephrase that. With those tokens, you can then download those free books. And the yeah. reason is, you know, the model is quite simple. What Amazon says is that, you will earn 50%, which is, you know, a quite a decent yeah. number uh, for every yeah. uh, book, um, token bought. What's not yeah. clear is how many tokens do you, uh, d- d- does right. Uh, right. you purchase right. in order to right. make right. $1 or $50? So yeah, I think one of the problems, uh, right, because that you don't know how much, right, and that's the thing. No. They don't know how much yet. But, you know, I, this is the thing. No, and I, I think like it to, goes back to your point. Yeah. Sorry, just to your point no, there, Marsha, you know, it's really for people just to try out things. You know, if it yes. escalates and it does well, then yeah. you can perhaps, you know, probably yeah. not the intention, but you could even then convert into a book like, you know, some examples. That's what I was going to ask. If you, put, if you put a book on, if you start on there and you finish it, can you then have it, have a, do it as a regular book like on Amazon or is it 
just going to have to stay on Velo. Yeah, there's no, there's no, yeah, there's okay. no rule as far as I know oh, okay, on good. that. So just right, like the right. example of Fifty Shades of Grey, um, I mean, the only right. thing you have to be slightly cop, um, uh, careful with is the copyright uh, agreement you have with Vela. So I would right. say read that um, because yeah. you know the, it gets even more complicated. Like you know, can I sell it outside the USA? Can I convert it into yeah. an audiobook? All these sort of questions. Yeah. So I yeah. think my advice on that one is read the yeah. you know the copyright rules on that because it's still very new. I mean, it's only available to uh, in the USA at the moment. But you know, like I say, it's really catching up to a trend that's happening where a lot of people are reading chapters. Uh, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Right. And, yeah, I think it's mm-hmm. a really good idea, and I think that you know, uh, at the beginning, like well, several years ago, people were writing erotic books, but they were writing you know just small novellas, which I think people like, and uh, I've written them myself, and I think it's kind of like a lunchtime read, or this is even better because you know I think. At first, years ago, I looked at the phone. I go, am I going to read a book on here? Am I going to do? And I do. You know, I mean, you can, you know. And I think people are so used to, they don't even use their computer anymore. They use, you know, their phone. So then at least you have it in the phone. And then if you feel like it, if you're sitting at the doctor, if you're going somewhere, if you're getting your hair done, whatever, you can read without taking anything with you. So yeah. I think it's a great idea. That's right. You know, and I think it's going to do yeah. well. And you it know, is, I going to say it is also showing, you know, what the public are reacting to because another yeah. factor um, that most people are not aware of or I don't think they are is that most people don't read a book right through. Uh, most people right. sort of read the first 20 pages and then they decide if they're going to quit the book or read, you know, right. continue. And the nice thing about this idea, is, of course, is that, you know, if you really like a book, then or I should say a, a serial chapter, then you can download the next one. And increasingly, yeah. it's like you say. I mean, my wife is a, a class example. She'll read a book online on the Kindle, and if she likes it, she'll uh, buy book two immediately. You know, no waiting yeah. in the bookstore for the next one to come in. Right. And Velo, in concept, will be very similar to that. And I think the bookstores, you know, uh, I think they're not that nice to uh, independent authors. And uh, I think, you know, it's it's really sad because I think people do like to meet authors, and I think the bookstores have done themselves a, a, a great dissatisfaction. Uh, you know, it's it's terrible when you call a bookstore and they go, no, I don't think we can have you. But, you know, like the person that's reading the books, they love to talk to authors. You know, and so I think mm-hmm. that all the new things that are cutting out bookstores is kind of what happened when you did this to people. You know, you don't, you know, uh, I went went by a bookstore that I have called her and I said, you know, and, uh, I'm, you know, I'm living in the area. I said, I'm ha- you know, I'm happy to come there for a book signing. It's small, but I said I would, you know, if I start going out, I would like to do that. And I went by the store, and the whole they have like a few books. It looks terrible, okay? And then they're saying, well, uh, is it consignment? I go, no, I'm not consigning. You know, that's what they don't want to spend any money on the books, you know? And so I think authors are finding all different ways now to get their books out there other than going to bookstores. And it's really kind of sad because some people really love to go to bookstores, but unless it's a brand yeah, new book, I'm, they don't I mean, want to talk to you. Yeah, I think most of us would agree with that. I mean, we all, especially um, people, you know, a certain age, remember the yeah. the, the height of the bookstore, um, yeah. Barnes and Noble. You know, those stores yeah. are great in the sense you can sit on a sofa, have a coffee. And I think it touches on it's what over. I'm seeing right now because yeah. I, I run other businesses online, and I think what has to happen is that. Um, for all the faults of Amazon and its benefits, um, what people are looking for now is the sort of personal touch, you know, not just a, an email that comes in confirming your order. And I think that's yeah. where the bookstores will come in. I mean, not just bookstores, any store. Uh, yeah. Today, you know, when I walk in to get my haircut, they know my name, they can remember who I am, yeah. etc. And so yeah. I return to that store. And I think that's what the bookstores have to do. They have to um, personalize the experience yes, for they the have to readers and for the authors. Yeah, they have to so, do that. You know, you know, yeah, I, I agree. Happen, and I'm and sure, they haven't you know. done that, right, you know, a lot of them. But I, the most important thing that I think for me is I do like the promotions that you have uh, because I think that a lot of people, I see them online, and they all say the same thing. You don't have to pay for a book review. And I have to admit, 20 years ago, I was in the same frame. 
but that's not true now because, mm-hmm. you know, in order for you to get book reviews, you almost have to beg people, okay? And most authors, they don't want to do this anymore, you know? And so they need a place to promote, and they, you have to have – I don't think you need 100 book reviews, but you need to have some, and not by your friends yeah. because you're not even going to know no, if not. they're friends. So tell us about that service because I think it's a great service. Yeah, thanks, Marsha. Um, I mean, as you say, uh, things change, you know, like we take talking about bookstores and the way you promote books changes as well. And, you know, Amazon makes it even harder for the authors, which is crazy, but they do. Um, so, yeah. um, as you say, if we, went, if we roll back the years to three years ago, four years ago, uh, yeah. that sort of marketing sort of worked. You offer your book for free. Everyone yep. just was keen to download books. And if you liked it, you would then maybe purchase. That doesn't really work anymore for many reasons. So, for example, um, Amazon a long time ago split the ranking for free books and paid books. So before, you know, if your book was doing well on free and then you converted to paid, it would be selling. It would be on the bestseller ranks, you know, and look good. Yeah. That doesn't happen anymore. Um, no. Other things they've done is, for example, that um, you cannot write a review unless you spend at least $50 on Amazon, you know, on an account. That was sort of a good idea because, you know, they wanted to eliminate uh, uh, fraud, right. you know, of, uh, especially coming right. from uh, yeah. Asia, to be frank. Um, so all these sort of things just don't work anymore. And let me give you one example. I cover this in my first book on self-publishing where I do a lot of benchmark results with, you know, 50, 100 authors, and we sort of collect them together. So what we used to do, there used to be sites, and you may have used one before, you know, um, book review tools, if I remember their name. They would submit the book for you. You pay some like $20, and it would go to some like 20 sites. Um, but the problem with that was that, you know, that worked two or three years ago, and you could get as much as 10, you know, uh, maybe 1,000 downloads. Today, you'll be lucky to get two to five to 10 uh, yeah. of those. So, yeah. you know, and the reason, yeah. again, is because Amazon is changing. Uh, what they're doing is they're saying all these sites, uh, I think the only one really doing well now is BookPub, um, you cannot anymore uh, earn money from these sites. So these sites like would advertise your book for free. Amazon's taken away their affiliate revenue from that. So again, you know, there is less and less opportunities for sites to promote your book for free. So there's that. And frankly, uh, my message to a lot of authors is you have to treat your book as something professional, almost like a business. And that means yeah, you do. Yeah. behave a bit like a publisher. You know, if yeah. you were a publisher today uh, and someone came to you and say, I would like you to promote my book, you know, the first questions you should be asking is, okay, how can I get it out there? How can I get people to write reviews? How can I yeah. get it PR? And these things don't happen for free. Um, so right. I would say that, you know, um, four or five years ago, uh, the you know, free could work for you, uh, but to, today it just it does rarely does. I mean, the only no, it the only time I would say to go for a free promotion is if you've got a book series, yeah, where you could. I mean, that's what I do with one of my books. So if you've got a book series, you can occasionally offer your book for free. Um, yeah. And um, and again, uh, I highlight it's not really for free. So for example, these sites that you could submit your book for free, what they're saying to you now is that pay us twenty dollars and we'll put you on page one, etc. And that's what I'm frankly doing now. So I will pay these sites $20, $25 to make my uh, book available on their email distribution list. And I get decent results then. I, mean, I could get 50 downloads. I could get 100. If I just say to them, I don't want to pay, I just want it for free, I get nearly zero results. So I know. it really is a case that everything that used to work for free does no longer work anymore. Right, and even the sharing, even the sharing. You know, if you have, if you don't boost your post or something, it's for, you might as well forget it. You know, I mean, the same people are going to see it. You know, and you need, like, you know, this is the other thing. If you, if an author really thinks about this, years ago, you when you wanted reviews, you would have to send your book to magazines to pub to um you know different promoters different book reviewers and you'd have to pay to get your book and to send it okay so if you put that together with using your service you are spending money but you do you get results the problem is a lot of times they say oh we'll get you reviews we'll send you to you'll you'll get 200,000 people on twitter but in in all actuality you do what you say 
and and that's yeah, the truth. You, the, get the reviews, yeah, I, you get the I reviews, yeah. You get the reviews, and the reviews yeah. you can tell that the people read it mm-hmm. because you can tell when you look at the reviews, you know people have at least read your book. That's how I think. It's not just they say, yeah, "Oh, thanks. it's wonderful." No, thanks, Marsha. It's a good I, review. I say that. So I mean, that's no that that brings an important point, which is you know how do you go about getting reviews? So um, again, you know, be aware of Amazon's terms of service. So today, uh, even couple of years ago, they would not allow your mother or your brother or anyone you know to write a review. They would say that's a conflict of interest. So what we found out in the early days, uh, you know, we've been going now for six, seven years, is that there's two types of, um, well, we maintain two different databases and there are two types of readers. So you get, in a sense, what, in a sense, we're no different to BookPub and all these other uh, book promotion sites in the sense that we have a large database of readers. And what they're looking for is for discount books. Yeah, so they'll say, "Oh, this book was seven dollars. Now I can get it for you know one dollar." Those are the sort yeah. of things that are typical. But to get reviews is very different. So oh, it's hard. what we found out was that um, if you, yeah, the secret really is you're not looking for reviews. You're looking for people who typically write reviews, and that's an important point because right. if you would send an email out to a hundred people, let's say in your database. If these yeah. people in your email list don't really even know, and maybe, maybe they can't even publish a review because I say they have to spend $50 at least before they can post a review, what we found out is if we target you know, the top Amazon reviewers and that their emails used to be available you know, five years ago, that's no longer available, but we built yeah. up a large database. And what we find out is that if you approach those type of people, the ones that have got history of writing reviews, yeah. you're far more successful. And to comply with Amazon's similar service, you know, we just basically say, here's the email, please buy the book. And because we have their email address, we simply do the work for the author. What we'll do is we'll send, uh, we've got a team of virtual assistants. They'll just send out email reminders, you know, like once a week over maybe a month period or two week period. And that's also a very key factor, what we find out. So if you just write one email to a person saying, please write my review, you know, you may get a, a 5% conversion rate or 10. But if you send two or three reminders in a very polite way, that factor goes up a lot. So in a sense, that's what we are. You know, we're a pool of virtual assistants who do that work for you. And that's quite, you know, quite... uh, And it's very hard. It is so hard. You know, I mean, Mm. I remember one time, this is years ago, I would try to get reviews and I, you know, let's say you pay someone $50 and they're going to try to get your reviews and they send you a list on an Excel and then nobody takes your book. I'm thinking like, what is this about? You know, what, what, what are they doing? They're doing what I could be doing myself, you know, and it's a lot of work. So the company that you have, you know, I think... I think, like you say, it's a business. This is a business. And the truth is, yes, it is expensive, but I had somebody on my show saying something where they would go to – people go to Starbucks and they spent like five, six dollars for a Starbucks, but they won't spend dollar ninety nine or two ninety nine for a book. I mean, there's a limit to how cheap you can make your book. People all – I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about everybody. You work so hard on the book. I mean, and then you want to keep giving it free? You know, you make no money. And and people say, they think if you're an author, you make a lot of money. But that is not true. Everybody doesn't make a lot of money. No, and I think that's, yeah, and I think that's the message, you know, I always try and portray at the beginning. It's, you know, you have to do it for more than just the money. So if it's something like, you know, your books um, where, you know, you obviously got a a keen passion for that, a keen interest, get that message across. Yeah, if you make some revenue, that's nice. I mean, where... I would say the classic example of where you could make money is, frankly, in the nonfiction side, because, you know, if you're a romance yeah, or yeah. a writer, yeah. unless you're an established author, it's very difficult to make money. But if you are a nonfiction book, I mean, I'm, I'm a sort of example of that, where I show yeah, I think people how to promote their yes. books. Yeah. Yeah, so what you can do, and I have a lot of authors who come to me for that, saying, like, for example, you know, I specialize in um, uh, websites and, you know, uh, optimizing websites. So they'll ask me to promote their book. And, of course, when people read it, they'll say, well, this person really has, you know, some expertise. They've got really good credibility. They're on the best of the list, so they must know what they're doing. Call to action at the end saying, you know, if you like my ideas, why don't you contact me and we'll see what we can do for your website. Um, yeah. These are the that is a good way of making money and online courses, you know, is exactly very popular now because of that. So you could download a book on French cookery, for example, 
um, and you read it and you think, mm, this is, you know, a person obviously knows what they're doing. And at the end, you can invite them to an online course. Um, and that, you know, people could be paying anything from 50 to $200 for that. So if I was to say what would be a, a good way of doing it, I would say, especially on the nonfiction side, you know, it's called the back end sale. You know, it's, it's what happens after you read the book. But otherwise, it is very difficult to make sales in fiction, especially. Yeah, I think that's true. And I think, you know, that is the case. And I think the one thing that I think, like, let's say Vela, I think Vela gives people a chance to write more. And the more you write, the better it is. And uh, even while yeah, I mean, they're starting out, they get better. Know, they get better. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm sort of very frankly, um, you know, we have to wait for what happens with Vela. But the fact that it's a new I, I don't idea. Know either. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it maybe it may idea. not be good, and it I, might I be good, but you know, Amazon, you know, yeah. naturally, if they like to make money, and so I'm pretty sure that they've thought this out. <laughs> so uh, they like to make money, but it doesn't always help the author, you know. But it, I just think for me, uh, mentally, for people out there that just want to get their feet wet, this would be a good thing because people are very intimidated, and you know, and sometimes if you go to an editor that is, you know, they can intimidate people too. So if people, everybody listened to everything an editor said, they probably never write, you know, again, you know, and if you're just starting out, no. it's scary, it's scary, you know, and I think that yeah. we have a lot and of people just starting out. You were saying. Yeah, no, that supports what you're saying, because, you know, um, I think what is the strength of Vela will be people who perhaps introverts or shy and they're not confident about their book um, right. or who don't want to spend months writing a book, they could just release a chapter and see what happens. But again, I think the challenge is going to be, and that comes back to the yeah, discussion we true. had, you know, what happens when you put your book on Vela? How are people going to know about it? How are you going to market your book on Vela? So these are, you know, quite a lot of the open questions on, you know, uh, what will happen and, when right. I develop. And you're an expert on I, marketing. You know, so you're an expert on marketing. So what else besides yeah, yeah, well, book promotions? You. Well, you do. You said you had other companies. Do you have other? Is it marketing companies that you have, or is that you know that people yeah, can use? Yeah, I mean, uh, most of it, most of it is all online. So my my background before um, creating uh, Cape Promotions was um, as an e-marketer. So yeah. I used to run, you know, a lot of online business for large banking and software companies. So I still do a bit of that, uh, you know, B2B consultancy where I yeah. advise companies on how to get their company working well online, how to generate sales, how to generate leads, how to, you know, uh, take care of the customer uh, through the online channel. And that's, you know, faith, let's face it, that's increasingly important right now. You know, people locked at home, uh, even businesses, how do you, how do you convert a visitor to someone who's going to provide their details and, and want to look more about your product? So, yeah, I guess that's my background. You know, marketing sales is my background, and uh, I just found it very enjoyable that unlike working for a large company where it's really for their benefit rather than for you know, uh, yours, if I can be very blunt, I, I, I just found it very satisfying, like I said, for my father's book where – I frankly see so much joy when, you know, authors come back to me on a call. And, you know, Marcia, maybe you found the same way. When you see a review of your book, you know, someone's really read it and, you know, gives you yep. a comment. Oh, Even it's if great. it's a bad comment, you know, you, you take it on board, you know. But the fact it means that someone's read your book as making comment, there's, you know, a And it's someone you don't uh, know. That. And that's what I like about it is because it's someone you don't know. Because a lot of times people say, oh, your book is wonderful, whatever. And th this is not what an mm -hmm. author needs to keep going on. You need to know constructive criticism if you have some you know or otherwise you know what they liked about it and if they think you should go on with a series or it, they might have read the book and said it should be a movie and it's heartwarming or whatever and a lot of times some of the words that the people use in the, your reviews people can use those as tag words because they're very helpful exactly um yeah, and I think that's important because, you know, part of marketing is exactly that, which is um, especially a lot of authors, I think, secretly, even though we've had the revolution of the e-book, I think most of us would still like our book, in, you know, published in a, in a shop, uh, being marketed by a publisher. And all this helps. I mean, the fact that you can show that, you know, you've got reviews, people respond to your book, 
I mean, as yeah. you know, other services, we offer things like bestseller where we'll do a very large promotion on, on a, a book, making yeah. sure that we put it in the right category. And, you know, if you get a bestseller status, um, you know, that can help as well because you can show to a publisher, look, you know, clearly there's a sign, there's a market responding to my book. Yeah. And, you know, I have a professional cover. My story seems decent. Um, yeah. So all this, I think, is just part of marketing. And another key thing, you know, um, unlike sales, you know, uh, where it's there today but gone tomorrow, uh, things like yeah. reviews, the comments, they stay there for years, months, yeah. you know. Um, uh, so but they do take off. They uh, are taking off like a friend. Should... Like you said, the friend, they're taking off people. If they if they recognize anybody that knows somebody, that's why I don't review anymore. I, I, I don't review, but occasionally I want to put a review out and for somebody, and they take it off because they probably know they might have been on my show. So, I mean, so this way, at least the reviews stay. They don't go anywhere. They don't leave. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you know, Amazon is a mysterious beast. You know, anything from why do my sales figures not match the report? You know, there's things yeah. like that happen, or why is my review um, not published yet? Uh, so there's all these sort of qualms within Amazon, and you never get a satisfactory answer because, frankly, you know, they deal with millions of customers. It's well known yeah. in the Jeff Bezos book. Uh, he says no one should spend more than 50 minutes on a customer uh, request. So if you send in a request to, uh, you know, to Amazon support and you say something like, you know, why is my book not on Amazon UK uh, when it should be, you know, all these things, if they can't resolve it in 15 minutes, they just don't pay much attention. Yeah, and uh, I know. Not a bad mouth, and that's not my intention, but just to say it's the volume you have to deal with. And it's very frustrating for authors because I've been through that as well, where you say, oh, I've got this issue. And if they really can't resolve it in 15 minutes, they... Yeah. They just send you blank template emails saying, like, you know, this does not comply or we found that this was written by a friend, as you say. And I'm saying, yeah. how can they be a friend? I don't even know this person. You know? That's the point. No, that's and, and the other thing. It. Of course. No, that's they won't. right. You don't. Yeah. I know that. And no. see, that's the prep. All right. So when a person writes a book and if they do have some money set aside uh, – you can get them in the right – see, that's the thing. If you're not in the right category, this can kill you. This is bad, you know, because if you're not in the right genre or if you've got the wrong tag words, and most of us do, and you can call Amazon because they do help you, you know, and get you in another category because it's really hard. So what do, you, what do people do if they don't know what to do because they think it's just romance? But there's a lot of different categories yeah. that you can help them with. Yeah, and I think there's a couple of points which are important here. One is that uh, when you go to KDB, Kindle Direct Publishing, to publish a book, you are allowed, what they allow you only three categories. So first of all, you're allowed more than three categories. So that's an important point because that means, you know, rather than just selling in three shops in three categories, you could sell up to 10. So that's one important point. Probably the most important point, though, is that the categories they show in KDP are not the same categories shown on the Amazon store. So they're actually just blinkering you into these mainstream categories. Yes, it's very hard, and right, right, because it's not actually, yeah, right. That's the thing that I don't think, I, you know, sometimes yeah. you look at something and you go, well, how did it get in that category? Because <laughs> you'll see it. You yeah. Go, what? Yeah, and, and this is just, I don't know why Amazon decided to do this, um, but they yeah, did. That's the way they structured it, and I think it's because of the early days they didn't think about this. Um, so what we do in a sense is that we are quite realistic. When we work with authors, we say, okay, we look at your book, the cover description, and uh, the genres it's in. And obviously, if you're, for example, a thriller writer um, and you're not well-known, I don't think you're going to be outselling Stephen King or Harlem Goldman. Right, you know, right, it's just not right. going to happen. So right. what we do is we say, okay, um, this is how many sales we think we can get for you, you know, given the description of the book and our history of selling in that genre. And what we'll then do is look at all the other categories uh, and say to you, well, if you just put yourself in the thriller category, you'll probably rank number 5,052. No one's going to find yeah. you there. However, yeah. if we say something like, hey, there's also a science fiction thriller romance category uh you know and it, you know you feel that yeah that's still within my book you know i it is it is a thriller so is that but it's a service you offer is that is that a service you offer yeah so what service yeah, exactly. does that's that go under now it does, that doesn't go under the same as the book review so how do you find that service to yeah. go to well you just 
just go to the website kbookpromotions.com. Right. K, just the letter K. Um, and there you see that we give you essentially just two categories. We give you the one where we can make you a bestseller. That's the one we're talking about now where we will okay. help look at your book, analyze it, and work out the best okay. place to put your book um, uh, okay. and work out how many sales you need to get to number one or number 10. And the other one, yeah. which is the one you were talking about, is the uh, uh, book review service. And that works pretty much, as I said, where you know, we will have people writing those emails rather than you and chasing right. up okay. those people who purchased right. your book. Yeah. So those are the, I mean, so we do have both more. Services, uh, if you use both services, you can get to a, a good start. Yeah, I mean, again, it depends on purely what you moving. want. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. It's I hard. Mean, I think I explained before. It. There's two different types of readers. You know, the people who just want discount books and the ones who write yeah, reviews. Right. So that's right. why we use two different databases. You know, if you want reviews, you don't just send it out to the masses. You want to send that email out to people okay. who've got right. history. Okay. So of you use the reviews. other promotion yeah. part. Okay, I get it. Exactly, you know, and so yeah. and I I do like the part, and that is one thing. I hope the people that are listening realize that if you have an older book, that you can put the book out there and. You know, and also another thing is if you have, you know, I need to do this myself. For children's books, I have reviews from before because I don't promote them as much as I used to do. So I think I should probably start doing that because then if you get some new reviews, you get some new people looking at it. You know, so because yeah, you, you can start really, your yeah. the process again. Yes, and I think one of the biggest challenges authors have, uh, including myself uh, with my books, is um, promotions are great, but, you know, as a nature of a promotion, like you go to a supermarket and they're promoting the latest, you know, drink or the latest uh, bread, whatever, uh, they promote it, but at the end of the promotion, sales go down again because there's no promotion. So one of the biggest challenges I find for authors, including myself, is promotions will be helpful because they'll get you sales, you know, they'll get you reviews, but then the question is, okay, what happens a month after that? And what people right. are looking for, I guess, is, a sort of regular, what we call long-tail uh, sales. And uh-huh. uh, that's w- something we've introduced about uh, a year ago, a year and a half. It's called a subscription service. So what we'll do is we'll say, okay, you know, we'll, we'll just make sure a certain number of sales, uh, and even if you want some reviews, come in every sort of month. And that's oh. just to keep your book alive because so another, that's another thing service. doesn't that's, like that's, I didn't know about that one. So that's another service you have. Yeah, no, we don't really talk about that one because what we find out is if you give an author too many choices, they don't know what they want, and that includes me. Uh, So we usually say those two. And it's important for us because we want to earn the trust of the author. So once they see, like, you know, Marcia, you were happy with our service. um, Once they see, yeah, this, you know, these guys deliver what they want, then we can say to them, okay, what else do you want? So we actually do, you know, a lot more, anything from – Running Amazon ads to press releases to okay, you do read. that. All right, you, know, you do, do all do, that. Okay, yeah, I'm writing this down for myself. That, um, right. Yeah. Okay, but we you know, do that this, is, this is just a good. This is just from my point of view. If you added mm-hmm. those in on your website, I think people would like to know that because I didn't know about all of this myself, and I've used your service for several years. So I think, you know, think about that, baby, because I think people, you know, they really need, they, nobody really knows exactly how to do great ads on, you know, because I see people all the time talking about it, and they, they're online talking about it and doing the ads and the boosts, but these things really are what authors need to do. Because otherwise you cannot get people you cannot get people's attention. It doesn't work. You know, as you said before, you know, I you know, I know you can't stay forever and I and but I'm all of these things that you do help so much for an author and I see authors out there constantly, they're bickering with each other saying what to do and every time they say they don't want to spend any money, I'm thinking you will not be selling any books. You know, and especially if you're an independent author, and even if you are a seasoned author and you have a publisher, they do not help you. They 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 used to. It doesn't. They don't help that much. So everybody needs no. Your I think not just people yeah, that are independent. No, and I think that's perhaps you know an important point you raise now because I think we've sort of um, um, established, at least we've tried to that. You know, you need to put some budget towards promoting your book. Yes. And I think one of the reasons why, you know, we have as much as a 65, 70% customer base that keeps on coming back. And the reason I think is because, and I think you mentioned this early on, 
you get people say, uh, okay, I'll do a Facebook promotion, I'll do a blog, and I'll, I'll, I'll Twitter it to, to you know, 2 million people. The trouble yeah. with that is it doesn't actually tell you what results you'll get. You know, will, will 2,000 Twitters really get one No, cell or it will not. Cells? I don't think so it I, will. I, I really don't no. think it does. So, I, no, and I think that's what makes us a little bit different because, you know, we yeah. say to you, this is the result you'll get. You know, so if you do this promotion, we think we'll get 100 cells, 300 cells, or, you know, 50 cells, and this is how many reviews you, we, we would expect. Yeah. And I think that's what authors like. So if you're going to put your money forward, you're doing it with a result in mind. And, you know, yep. I think that's what, you know, authors I think that's what's happening now. And I think those, of, those are the people that are, are left doing this now because a lot of people have left this business. You know, they've left writing right. because they didn't make a million dollars. But if you still have books out there, your service will help them boost it a little. And then maybe they can promote it because I've all been saying this for months at a time, just in week after week. Don't forget your old books. Put them out there. And that's great that you did yeah, that for no, your father. Absolutely. But you did it for your uh, father. It's, you a good, know, it's really a good tribute. It's a, cl- it's a classic example. I mean, I've now got some, he wrote some like 40 books, which is great, but I've only got some like 16 of them online. But that's already yeah. exactly the point you're making. You know, we've yeah. put them online. And when you've got 16 books, even if a few cells trickle in, it's better than nothing, you know. So... You are getting readers. You're getting a little bit of income, and it's passive income in a sense. You know, once the book is published, um, it's always there. You know, uh, and people find your book. It's it's an extra, and I think it's important to see it that way. It's an extra income. It's not your main income. It's right. something that you know, additionally, you will get. Sure, if you're really successful, you can give the day job and you know, focus on on writing. But, but most uh, you know, can. I'm very frank. Most that can. doesn't happen to most authors. Yeah. But, you know, and I, I do hope you'll come back because I think all these questions are answered. And I think, you know, um, you're right about Vela. It, it, we don't know yet, but it's worth a shot for people because it's not going to cost them anything to do it. And it, it might boost up their confidence mm-hmm. to continue on. That's how I'm looking at it for authors because I do think there's a lot of people that are scared because, you know, and they don't want to. And I don't, I'm not big on beta groups or any of those other things because I don't really show my books to people. Uh, to before I do it because then I'll get confused uh, on what they think. It's what I think. I'm the author, and then it's my editor that should tell me what, you know, what's going on with the book. Not ten people who might not even like my genre. You know. Yeah, and, that, and again, you know, that sort of touches on an important point. You know, you're looking for people who are prepared to buy your book. You know, because you know yeah. this is another downside of the free. Uh, when we used to run free promotions two or three years ago, what we yeah. found out is that. Yeah, people are downloading not because they really like your book. They're downloading because <laughs> hmm, it looks free. I'll just give it yeah, a go. Yeah, and ironically, yeah. you know, you, you'll get what we call trolls, you know, people who write bad reviews. Uh, yeah. I mean, for example, I mean, you've probably seen this on the Internet, on Amazon. They'll give you a one star because they say, I didn't like the color of your book cover. I mean, I mean, it's ter- I they didn't about even that read a lot. it. They yeah. just judged it's it. terrible. Right. Yeah, I mean, or... <laughs> right. Yeah, it costs more to post than they said it would. You know, I mean, that's no reflection yeah. of the book. That's just, you know, the postal service or the book cover. Yeah. So it's, you know, and this is the sort of comments you'll get when you promote your book for free. However, what we believe, and I think that's reflected in, uh, you know, the fact we've been going for so many years, is that if someone's willing to buy your book, you know, that's an, an intent that they're really interested in your book. Um, and right. I think that's the sort of reader you're really after. Yeah. Right, and even if they don't have 100 reviews, if you have 10 decent reviews, I think that's enough to make a person say, yeah, maybe I'll try this book. Yeah, that's right. You know. And, you know, it becomes a bit interesting because, you know, we, 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 I said, having done this for a lot of authors, um, it becomes almost like um, a collection. You know, what people do is they, they start with 10 and then they say, mm, maybe it would be nice to try and get to 25. And then yeah. secretly they're saying, let's see if we can get up to 50. So it sort of becomes almost like a, a hobby, if that's the right way of putting it, where, you know, it's you. And I think that's not a bad thing as an author. You're looking for milestones. You know, if I yeah. manage to get 10 reviews, can I get 20? Can I? And I think I that, that's what I'm saying. That, right. And I have done that because yeah. I think that if you have over 25 reviews, your book moves further with Amazon. They push it out more, you know, I think, because you've got yeah, a lot I mean, of good reviews, you yeah, know. I mean, yeah, I have to be quite truthful about this. I mean, a lot of people um, think that's true. I mean, it is. Um, is it? The or value is it not? I don't know. Is, is not, it? 
Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I mean, very frankly, the, uh, there's a lot of factors that go into raising your Amazon algorithm and I should yeah. say your sales rank. The most important is pure sales. Yeah, I mean, Amazon yeah. will judge yeah. you on the sales. If you're yeah, selling, that's, that's your the, rank yeah, will go I, I, I know. It you know, yeah, and it great, is. you know. It's true. Yeah, it's I know that, you know, but that, a lot of people, know, they just can't can get a, sales. So I yeah. think that's what, you know, and so if people put away some yeah. money and they can use your service, I think they would be happy with it because putting 20 here, 30 here, 10 here, 20 here, and nothing happening doesn't help. But getting a review no, and I, getting and, more and I, promotion no. does. That's right. And the real value of a review is not so much, you could say, um, on the Amazon sales rank. It's about the conversion rate because, you know, and I'm sure you've got the same experience where you're looking at a, a product or a book. If you, two, if you see two similar books, one has only got three reviews, another one's got 50, I yeah. mean, I think you know which one you're going to choose. Um, and that yeah. could be, you know, as a safe product. It, it, it's unfortunate, books. but it's true. Yeah, it's just, it, you know, it, you know, know some are, realities are not are true, are not great, both, but yeah, in this case, yeah, yes, exactly. they are. And I think, yeah. you know, so I think people need to go with the future and realize, no, you, if you want free marketing, that's not happening. So, you know, and, but at least spend your money where you know that it's going to, that's why when on my show, I think people realize I, when I talk about people or have them on my show, it's because I've used them and I've been doing this for 20 years mm-hmm. and there's a lot of people out there that don't do what they say they are, but your company does do what, you know, and, and now that you have extra, the other things you're doing, I'm going to look into that myself because I think, you know, Everybody's out there looking for ways to promote. Instead of wasting time on all these sites talking to each other, they need to do something. <laughs> because I'm, I'm thinking to myself, what are you talking about? You know, because everybody gives them not great advice. You know, and I don't want, and I'm not starting to give advice because I, then they'll start. You know, I give it. My show does advice, not me. <laughs> my people that people, my guests on my show are the ones that give advice because they know you know your business. So and I so no, I appreciate, appreciate that. that you I appreciate came, that highly. You know, Thank you. You know, and please, yeah, no. we can have to say three um, years. I'm gonna right. Yeah. And you you stay well and take care. And thank you so very much. I really appreciate it. And I think you've helped a lot of authors now out there. Now it's my pleasure, because, Marcia. Yes, and you take no, care, and everybody out there. This is on iTunes, and it's also on demand. So if you you know if you have friends that want to know about this because everybody is talking about this these days, then you can just download it on there and or go in and click the button. And I'm glad you made the time. I know it's hard when it's uh, different times scheduled. So thank you again and no, thank my, you to all the listeners. Pleasure, and I'll be using, I'll be checking out pleasure, these other programs. <laughs> I'll be checking them out. <laughs> okay, Marsha. All right, thank you again. Thank you very all right, much. Everybody have a good me. day. Thank you. Bye. You have a good night. Thank you. Bye-bye.